Greetings to the church, this evening, uh, let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment of your children and the saints and the, and the believers who are here in this hour to listen to the wonderful news. We thank you, gracious Lord, and we are here uh, reminding each other of good news and precious uh Precious moments and things they've done to us, experiences. We thank you so much. Here is the church, here is your people, here is the saints. God Almighty, all of them were in need. And we are here to worship you and thank you. We open our needed souls to you. We open our hearts to you. We are weak people. We are those who fail coming in and fail going out. We don't have any measure mechanical means to help ourselves and that's why we come to you we are here to praise you and thank you and expose our hearts in areas where we didn't do right and areas where we are lacking we are crying before the oh lord in great need and we are crying that don't forsake us now we are living in terrible times in times where humanity has become a monster and uh, even young people are just animals. We're living in times where the church is the most dangerous place to be at because of the evils and, 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 and demons that has penetrated uh, preachers and, and, and make it toxic. <coughs> Here we are, Lord, asking your grace, asking your time to deal with us in this time. We come through the blood of Jesus and we seek the means of your love in this hour. We ask that the angels of the Lord just encamp around us. We thank you for the service we're coming from. We thank you for the sacrifices believers have done to make sure that the, the, the convention is successful. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that came in the middle of the night and filled a lot of them were there. We are praying, Lord, that you uh, work your way into all of us as we see the need. And gracious Lord, and when someone's alone everywhere now, there'll be nobody, Lord, who is just a slow mover now. We are here, gracious Lord, praying for our children praying for our husbands wives praying for our works praying for our jobs praying for our talents praying for our gifts praying for our cars and stuff materials houses every environment where we move praying for the emails the technology that we have we're praying for it lord because we have found that if there is no prayer for it, Lord. We will be uh, having these people today who are hacking things and stuff. We are praying, Lord, for all the human race. We are praying, Lord, for all your children. We are praying, Lord, for all your people, wherever they might be at. We are praying for them, Lord. Here is your moment. Here is your time to be with us, O oh Lord. Bring fire. Bring the heavenly grace. 
bring the potential that is there in your spirit to really overshadow us and stimulate us and really father put that inspiration upon us that we be untouchable in the land of the enemy we thank you lord reach out to your people reach out to your children reach out we are in need your children have got needs lord they've got things they need without you intervening we they cannot win i said the blood in their marriages said the blood in their lives said the blood in their in their needs lord and answer their prayers let it happen that singer said well let it not be a laughing stock of the unbelievers let the blood of jesus intervene in our children at school in our marriages in our work contracts let miracles happen we're living in the time where the governments and the things are just fading away anything is fading away it's just corrupt everywhere be with us lord sitting away in this hour we come in the name of jesus may you help those who are struggling lord with faith those father who are losing interest now help them lord because it's the time where if you are a christian all we have to live for is christ father i pray that there be no one who takes curses god let let all evil just live alone let it be wake up call uh, of being sincere in the things of god over with children let it happen now let everyone takes his responsibility gracious lord to live out his life heavenly father and really really touch abanyabantu by that perfection of christ we're coming to you oh lord we thank you that you hear us all the time now we assemble before thee grow this church in spirit in in quantity lord in the quality of the spirit let it grow in the revelation in grace let them grow lord those young men who look for jobs and stuff sort up their lives lord we expel the spirit of uh, just not success among young people they're just not successful or they not doing right we expel it by the blood of jesus we not so lent christ we this is not the way we have exemplared uh, before them uh, we have been hard workers lord under the blood of jesus we want people hard workers we don't eat the bread of idleness father we pray that they wake up we don't have support if they are failing schools and stuff and and lazy lord they'll be heartbroken because no uh, church system no network is gonna invite them and make them rich man must work for himself it's difficult even our busy well lord it's they will never be supported because we're living people hate our spirit our message we pray for breakthroughs gracious lord unexplainable miraculous breakthroughs uh, let those who are even blacklisted just find grace find their bonds approved their cars approved things that they need approved lord it is like, like an avalanche uh, the answer of this prayer we're crying to you we're needing you in the name of jesus not visit us broken men who have suffered a lot lord that we don't get broken beyond measure help us father to survive by your grace by the blood of jesus christ we are confessing one thing that we are not what we used to be 
but gracious lord you are more sweeter now than the days before you, you the meaning is more now so let the young people know that then they're like yeah i'm back strengthen our wives strengthen the children strengthen the families lord let each one of us be purposeful lord of the things expected from them by the lord let no one be a push pull now let all the people be motivated i pray lord jesus as we had a wonderful convention we really had a wonderful convention lord i pray uh, be merciful to those who didn't make it and make him try to catch up by videos lord i pray bless them uh, uh, those who received something there let it grow with them bless all the saints unite the church heal those that are sick and remove any punishment of some sort to those who might have done wrong we need you lord now may you put your hand to us and help us that we be treated well in this life gracious lord that we don't suffer beyond get broken up be with us in this hour help our enemies as well bless those who hate us as well lord establish those who are seeking our harm father be with them lord and give them food give them things to live by lord and established as in this life we ask gracious lord the church world the political world be have grace make ways open doors that the souls be saved there we ask lord we recognize now and we admit our insufficiency and we accept that we without you we are just people that are just lost help us lord in this hole called health in this dark hole that is called the world be with us in this our gracious lord bless us Help us to be comfort to people, those who are wounded. Help us be hope for those who are lost. Help, Father, that there be a difference between us and sinners. Let sinners see that even no more we are hurt, even when we are suffering, we have some external help, something that they don't have. And let there be the means of evangelism. We ask this, gracious Lord. We thank you. Bless your church and bless those who are listening now. In Jesus Christ's name, let the fire fall on all of them. I bless all of them, Father. I remove any curse that follows them by the blood of Jesus. All of them, Father. Let them, whatever they've planned, let them do and let them succeed. In the name of Jesus. Greetings to the saints. May you open your Bible. Go Mark chapter 12 and verse 31. Mark chapter 12, verses 31. We are greeting everyone who has attended here and we are extending blessings for that. Mark chapter 12, verse 31, read. Uh, verse 31. 31, 3, 31, 31. 3, 1. 31. And, and the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than this. Uh, we are greeting uh, the saints. We are coming from a convention and we hope everyone was here. And anyone who was here knew what happened. The Holy Spirit came down in early hours of the morning and it really filled some and really encouraged others. And it really uh, uh, reinstated others. Uh, and we still need more of him we need more of the Holy Spirit uh, we pray that there be another convention soon we're not going to wait for Easter's and stuff because I've learned that this 
customary days they spoil believers to think that you only have to uh, do things by Christmas days. So we just have to do another tent like that maybe in two months from now or one month or so. We just have to because we need uh, the Holy Spirit. We need the truth and the Holy Spirit. I, I want a church like that where the Holy Spirit comes down. I don't want to waste my time and the Holy Spirit doesn't come. So okay, thanks very much. The second commandment is likewise. That you love your neighbor as yourself. Being a Christian is very easy if you know the fundamentals. If you know the fundamentals, if you know the basics. There's things that are basics in any form of life. You have to know the basics and then you have to know uh, how you can apply them. As I am a musical student, we are, we are always told that the theory of music is the most important thing. No more than the saxophone or we are playing piano or whatever. Theory is the same. And even if you don't know how to play another instrument or you know you cannot sing or you cannot if you know theory you can even correct someone who knows to play the instrument because you know which that's a wrong key or stuff there is fundamentals in administrations and in a christian faith love is that fundamental it's 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 how far you can move and when there is a lack of it uh, there is sterileness most people almost all of us we are created to be inspired or to be moved by love so the bible say uh, the second is likewise because to love God, it's a new path, it's the, the, the doctrines, and, and that's all, you know, and doctrines and our spiritual things. But I, I, I didn't want to focus on that. I wanted to focus on the second one. And the Bible says, it is likewise. That means you love other people the same way you love, you have experienced love from God. If you don't love God, you cannot love other people because you, you yourself have not learned from the master. Now, it's likewise. You love your neighbor. And the, the part that interests me is to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, the topic I want to stage tonight is the fact that God is not expecting you to be doing something that, number one, you are not doing to you. God is not, he, he trusts you to be a person who is not ill-willing towards self. It's very difficult 
to appreciate someone who does not appreciate himself. It's very difficult to try to impress someone who's just not impressed of himself. We're living in a society where people are low down, struck down, they are fake. They show things on social media which they are not. It's hard to love them because they just are not even honest about themselves. And now the Bible say, you love this person, this is your neighbor, the same way. Now you have learned from God love. That means the way God loved you. And the way you went to God to seek for love, you were driven by yourself. There is something that was hurting you in your life. There were answers that you were needing. And, and you could not get them from uh, general public or from any form of social help. And you went to God or God reached to you. And he reached to you through his love. Have you ever been in a situation in life where you want escape and God reaches you by answering your prayer or reaching, creating a miracle for you? And God reaches and you learn that God loves you. You know, there is one thing you cannot erase between a true Christian uh, uh, and God is the love relationship. The devil can try bring a hell. Hell can never erase the special uh, visitation or the special encounter. There are things you cannot tell people where it's going to explain how God reached you. You know, we usually go around and tell people that if somebody preaches to them or whatever, and, 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 and something, pray for them, whatever you do. And we, we used to say that as if, I mean, like that will bring people. But if we can be honest about it, if you are here in this group and are listening to this message, you are definitely sure that that's not true. People are only bordered by God's love. He follows them individually. He knows what the trick of the game that will uh, that is suitable to reach you or that particular person. And he reaches and finds you. He, 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 that preacher might say this, another preacher might plant a seed, another preacher might do this. But the love of God is, is just the one that's overwhelming you. And until you are hooked in God, no matter how much the world needs you, no matter how much the world could use you for other worldly stuff, but once you are drawn by that love of God, you get into a state that something like a parachute just lifts you up and you live a life you could never have modeled for yourself. You become a blessing. You find yourself staying in church testifying, find yourself in church singing solos, or God makes a preacher out of you. But you find yourself drifting into the society of holy people while you know that you 
in yourself, you are the weakest of them all. The love is the one that keeps you there. No matter how much disappointment, no matter how much about the Lord can frustrate you, no matter how much things that don't make sense can come and arise on your life, you will never finally quit. Sometimes you might drift off. I've seen Abazalwane. You know, we're, we're having a convention now and the, the believers were not there. Others because of money, I know. But others just, they feel like they're backslidden and they feel like the world is a better place. You know, I don't understand a believer who's, who's going through sins or going through what we call back, backsliding who runs away from God. Because God is the only environment in the whole universe that is perfect for a person like that. But again, people go through that uh, because they listen to the devil who lies. If you are hurt and you are wounded and you run away more from God, you get worse. And something happens. Whatever you are building out there is just an extension of your depth. Whatever you are, because you will try, you know, to help yourself. I've seen Abazalani who are on a tantrum of death. They always, they get in trouble. And instead of coming back to God, they explain their way why they, they, they are not. And they come back explaining the solution that they have for themselves. And they, they live in that loop until they die. So, if you keep on playing like that, God usually doesn't keep you long. Because if you are no longer a blessing in the body of Christ, God has to kill you. If you are no longer, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter how, how things have went out for you, if you stop to be a blessing in the body of Christ, I'm telling you, death is very near you. Our security is our uh, uh, the church, how we interact with believers. No matter we waste, but when we get to a place where we completely quit fellowship, completely quit living with believers, completely quit, um, you know, being with children of God, and if we have a gift, you completely quit. Uh, you just go outside. It's just, I'm telling you, usually, unless somebody is praying for you, usually God takes you out. Because whatever you do outside gets worse. And I pray, backsliders, to one, know one thing. That we are all worse sinners. I don't know where they get this thing that they are worse. I still want to understand where they get it. I've been preaching this gospel all my life. I, I struggle with things that are the same year after year. I've, I've been, there are things that I just, just, I cannot get over them. It's just the grace of God, but they are there. I've got wounds in my life. I've got hurt in my life. 
I, 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 I get weak. But I have to I have to be amongst Abazalini doing my service. I have to help the God's children and be amongst them and support them. And, and as I'm doing that, I get grace of God to survive. But if I can stop everything is violently, and I'll find myself eating drugs and going for prostitutes and doing everything while in God, while being saved. Because being born again is not a, is not is not a one event that that dehumanizes you and make you uh, this unseen sin unpenetrable sin where sin cannot penetrate you now. You are this just Christian boy. You are something that is no no. New birth is a birth. It's something that I'm 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 43 years now or 44. I still have to eat something to. I still have to eat my breakfast too. I still have to sleep. Doesn't mean that I, I've grown to be so old that I don't have to eat. If I don't eat, I'll die. So the same thing. No matter you are born again, you still have to do the basics of being a Christian. And if you stop those basics, you'll die. So people, uh, it, it, it's a life mechanism. We have to continue. So the Bible say, love yourself. So if you are not in church, you quit coming to church, you quit coming to fellowships, you are already hating yourself. If you start prayer, you start all these things that are a requirement, you are already in a hateful mission. Love yourself as. Love someone else, neighbor, as. So that means the first mission is to love yourself. You, a mission that is there is to love yourself. You're not going to tell me anything that is not happening in your life. Because Bazali love is a common denominator. Where there is love, even unwelcomed people will be there. God created us to respond to love. And God created us to fail to ignore love. You know, we were created. If you can just go outside and tell everybody that you love, you love them. You can find yourself in wrong relationships. You can find yourself maybe in relationships with people's wives. Because what is lacking on this earth is love. And people are in these driving cars, working in offices. They leave their homes, you know, from loveless relationships. And they walk the streets, they... You can see in their eyes, people are lonely. They are in marriages, but they are lonely. They are watching TVs with their children, but they are lonely. There is no love. The husband has no love. The wife has no love. It's just an empty environment. And if you can go around today and just tell every person you meet that you know that I love you, you can find yourself extending 
temptations to your life from 0 to 360. Because those people will respond to you. Because everybody wants love. Everybody wants love. They want to be cared for. Even if, they, even if you lie to them, but if you're going to make them feel important. And that's what is lacking amongst believers. I'm not talking about taking your food to somebody else or your money to somebody else. That's even like very uh, far-fetched, that one. It's, it's, it's almost very rare. But you can take your money and your food to somebody you don't care about. I'm talking about the really unction, the really feeling of what somebody else is going through. And that's, that's what is happening now in the church. People don't care about, you know, how, what is happening in that person's life. They don't care. Even if they give you money, but they don't care. They don't even know what is your pain. And every time when you don't know the pain of somebody, you give them something that's, you give, always give them a wrong medicine. Because you don't know what they are going through. And what we are going through now is the lack of love. We don't love one another. And this is going to become our case and our downfall. We don't have a hard, warm feeling for each other. We're just strangers in a mouldy, fleshy bodies that just don't know each other. Cannot even confess your weakness to a believer because you don't trust the believer. Because the believer does not even know what you're going through anyway. Cannot even tell your partner your, your real issues. You cannot even tell your married partner things that, you know, are your burden, your frustrations. Because probably one day you will use them to insult you when you're arguing. You just don't trust because you don't feel love. You feel just this robotic uh, obligation to each other. This mechanical uh, religious uh, commandments that we have to do to each other. But the real love, the real emotional love is not there. And Jesus, there's nothing, most of, there's nothing he taught more than love. He was crucified on the cross because, not because the people didn't appreciate what he did. It's because God took all our sins and make him drink in the night. And suddenly he, he, he was just, he just had all these curses. And then people, when they look at him, they hated him. They could not, if that didn't happen, the love he had, they could not kill him. So God had to switch that. He had to deliberately make him a curse, a literal curse. Even the weather had to change. 
The son could not even look at him. That's why they said kill him. It's not because they were mean to him. No, if if that what did not happen, if he was not changed to be a curse, and the love that he had, no one could kill him. You know, love is supposed to be your greatest defense. If you can love people, and always mean to love people, and love the loveless people, no one can hurt you. We start to be hurt when we don't know what other people go through. We're going to be hurt. So now, God is not asking us to do anything greater than what we are. God is asking us to love your neighbor, not like Nelson Mandela, not like Gandhi, not like Apostle Paul, not like Brothers Boo, not like anybody else, with the same thing that you want for yourself. And there's nothing in this life that is so valid, that is so transparent before you as what you love for yourself. Simple. There is something that God is not asking for you to go read a book. He's not asking you to go and learn psychology so that you understand how people think. He's, he's trusting that you have had enough experience of what you love about yourself. You can never enjoy life. Never enjoy life until you appreciate the lack of what is in you on other people. If you buy a Mercedes-Benz and that Mercedes-Benz and you're not going to bring people inside the Mercedes-Benz and show them what Mercedes-Benz can do and, 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 and make them enjoy those leather seats and and say, hey, Hambang is Luan, you will never enjoy the Mercedes-Benz. It's useless if you are not going to put other people in there. So, why do you get miserable? Why do you get lonely? Why do you get... It's because there is something inside of you. The problem is inside of you. You want to do it yourself. And God has not called you to do it. He wanted you to get other people who cannot help themselves to do what is in you. But the problem now, you know, Umar, when Eshata Nobaba, she had this business, she was very good in Tungen and all that. And she, she had a very successful business because she just went to the community and say she's teaching housewives. She said I was going to just teach the housewives how to do needlework and stuff and machine needling sewing and he said i'm doing that for free and when these housewives come there the poor wives wives the were learning him and this automatically you know advertised them you know people started just to come i'm an order kind because she's doing something for free and so in in life 
if you don't take what you have and reach to people who, who don't have it, there is always something you have. But more valela guwe alone there, it's not gonna it's gonna tend to be a torment. We are born to seek love. We are created to respond to love. That's why we used to tell girls and wives that they must not give a room and listen to somebody shell and stuff like that because you are created to listen to that. It's just how you are created. So okay, this is this is a greed also in Zusa, Matthew seven verse twelve. Matthew seven verse twelve. I just wanna help somebody. Whatsoever things. I mean, I'm talking as a secret as a way to call without hindrance. I'm here giving you secrets. You will be able to be a pure, powerful believer if you take these steps. Whatsoever that you want, that people do to you. See, uh, to a level that you don't have to know all the verses in the Bible. We're living with people who know every verse in the Bible. They know how to preach it to other people. They know how to quote it. But they, have they ever sat down and inquired of themselves what things they want to be done to them? What Before you become angry, before you hold a grudge, before you, you think you are not understood, what do you want done to you? There are things that you feel like, if people understood me like this. Do you, can, if, let me say, we live in a world where when you, you just in Hali pizza, manje, I want pizza now. Suddenly somebody just gives you, just before you ask it. You know, hey, now I want if someone can massage me, my somebody. If you can live in a world like that, that whatever you want, just it pops out. You will never leave that area. And the Bible is saying, those things that you feel that you need, and it looks like people don't don't know you need them. Those are the things. That you should do to others. Simple. If you want to be respected. If you want to be taken serious. Don't ask for it. Just take other people serious. If you want people not to forget you. You want people to, to remember you. You want people to, to know what you are going through and, and always be there for you, then you should do that to other people. 
You should visit them when they are sick. You should follow up, follow up on them in their crisis. You must have a diary of how what's happening with that person, what's happening with that sister, what's happening. You should be the one who knows those things and reach out. Not just materialistically, emotionally, you must be aware of what other people are going through. Because human beings, when they live in an environment that lacks love, it gets to a climate to a level where they just snap out. And no matter how much you preach to them, no matter how much you bring fire down, no matter how much you quote verses, once people have found that you have, you have, you have neglected them in their misery for a very long time, you are not knowing what they are going through. They become a rusted locked chain and you will never they will never listen to you so love is lacking people are just expecting things to happen to them they expect they're not reaching out but they expect so as you are a believer here do you love yourself because I think we must start there. Do you really love yourself? Or are you living this life where you don't care what happens? You're already on a suicidal mission. But if you really love yourself, you have a solution for your life. You have a solution for your success. You have a solution for your future. If you love yourself, God has never instructed us not to love ourselves. Because loving ourselves is the basis by which we're going to love others. God is not asking you to do anything. So he's asking you to be, if you see a believer who's just going through in his life, you don't know what's happening, you must be attached to that believer. Not just materialistically, emotional. Why do I emphasize this emotional? It's because you'll use your money on a wrong signal. You will, you will try to please someone because of the external uh, visible uh, necessities, not the internal real problems. You come into a home and find out and 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 you bunny is cross, you know. You know, and and uh, in my life, in my Christian life, I always help. People call me and I help. Others say I we don't have food. I give but once I find that it's it's happening all the time. If I find that every month oh uh, there's always, there will always be this problem. I stop. Why do I stop? I stop because I see that I'm not helping. I'm not addressing the problem. The problem is not that this person needs money every month. There is another problem in this person's life that I should address. Maybe this person is not good with money or this person is fighting other generational cases. Or, but there is something else that is involved. So once you start... To respond somebody's in trouble you give money 
So you'll be insane because you are not helping. People come to a family, find that they're always hungry. But how did they plan their lives in the first place? Because when they planned their lives, you were not, they were not, they didn't budget their lives on you helping them tomorrow. So you must reach down to them first and find and, and friends with them, get to them, spend time with them and find how they live their life. Then you'll understand what kind of a spirit that operates there. And unless God grants you with the prophecy and you'll prophesy, then you'll address that because you are loving them. We are not just, money can do a lot of things that are not love. We've seen that people were crying here when Lama drug dealers were shot dead here in Deben here. People were crying all over the Indian territory because these drug kingpins, they take some, some petty cash of this drug money and they feed the, the poor Indians here down here. And, and now they are this kind of uh, Pablo Escobar. They are heroes. How many, you ask yourself, how many thousands and millions of families they destroyed by selling that dope? How many murders they have committed to, 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 to extend their territories? How many societies go all over the areas here, went with all this? There is no progress. Just went down there. You find people poor. You ask yourself, is this drugs? Go to the places where the drug the drug wars are intense. You'd find people poor, families breaking down. Because those people are the customers. And once the drug gets into the society, it's a drug. It's it just addicts the whole society. Kids don't fit schools there. Crime goes up. Family. In my family, I do have a cousin who's dead. In fact, nobody even knows he's dead because we never buried him. He just disappeared. He was doing drugs, lying under, and he would steal a TV. He would, he would steal even the, the, the door handles for, 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 for his addiction. He even stole a dog. One man bought a very dangerous dog. And he, he, he stole that dog. That dog was always in chain. He stole it and went to sell it there, Nanda. And he said, uh, it's the parents that want it sold. And we found people coming here saying, please, Kakane, go and fetch your dog. It's biting everybody in the yard there. And Baba said, no, the, the dog is lost. He said, no, Ban 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 sold it. He said, you sold it. So, he destroyed the family because of drugs. And these kingpins, they'll take just those small petty cash and help those, that very same community they helped to destroy. And you find them driving expensive cars out of the blood money, out of the corrupt money. So, that's not helping. They're just using what they have to create an image for them in the court society. They don't care. Someone can give you money when he doesn't care about you. Love is something else. It's to study somebody else and find why, what is happening in this person's life. Why is this brother always frustrated? Why is this brother always, you know, he's just his marriage is not always fighting with his wife? What is happening? Why is he always having in Ghana's kitchen in the school, going to that school? Why is he struggling financially? 
you'll find that this brother has got an abuse in his life. This brother is fighting a certain spirit in his life. He's not listening to his wife. He's just living a, a life of an animal. Why is he going through that? This brother has got something in his life. Something happened in his youth. Something happened in this brother. There is a wild spirit that is abusing him. And then you, you, you will focus on that. Because God has given us sufficient uh, help for ourselves. God gives you everything. He, he, he equips you with enough help to help yourself to survive in this life. But certain spirits come into your life that you allow. And those spirits, they make you self-destruct. That's where the love for yourself, the first thing that happens, you get hurt. And what does that do? That opens those wounds. They become doors to demons. And those doors to demons, the demons are the real enemies. But they cannot come to you if you are if you, you close the doors. And now when there is hurt, disappointment, abuse, those things are doors. And how you react to abuse, how you react to disappointment, how you react to all these negative things that have happened to your life attracts demons. And then demons are your real enemies. Most people who are miserable today, they're not miserable because they were raped. They're not miserable because uh, somebody had them or whatever that happened. They are miserable because they still carry that grudge and that hate. And that grudge and that hate is tormenting them even if they are sleeping in a five-star hotel. And that torment will make them rely on liquor and rely on drugs and rely on anything as a way of survival. Even if that liquor is destroying them. Even if that liquor is, is putting them in jail or destroying their financial life. But because they are already having this grudge, this anger, this demon in their lives, they are easily self-destructing. So, demons being allowed into your life will kill this thing that says as you love yourself. We are no longer loving yourself. We are, we are destroying yourself. We are living in an, you know, a life that nobody wants to live because you are already nursing and nurturing a certain evil spirit, a certain thing that got into you and now you are already angry. There are many people who are abused what disappointment, what everything happened to them, who don't allow demons to use that wound. They respond with forgiveness. They respond with love. They respond with grace. They respond. They just neglect that and they find a better way. You know, when someone, when someone has hurt you, the first thing you must do is just forget that and find how you can love that person. The same way, same way, 
This are not another way. The same way you want to be helped. Before you go to prayer, what do you love for yourself? Do you love to be poor? Do you love to be undermined? Do you love to be a failure? Do you love to be, you know, I don't care. I used to watch in these situations where there's exams, where there's graduation ceremonies or stuff like that, or where there's awards. You know, or, you know, nobody wants to go train, and nobody wants to go study, nobody wants to go sacrifice, nobody wants to go, you know, study or anything, or fight in a tournament and bleed. Nobody. But when it's that time of awards, when it's that time when trophies are there, and certificates and diplomas and degrees are there, everybody wants to be called out. Everybody wants that moment. So it brings to show that we do want the same things in life. We want to be elevated. We want to be applauded. We want to be made feel important. We want to be somebody to reach to us. We want somebody to know what we are going through. And that's somebody to call us out and discover us. Why don't we do the same thing to people? Because we know that everybody wants to be called out. Why don't we call them out then? Why are we selfish? It's because we don't love ourselves. If we loved ourselves, we will know how to love somebody else. Because it's just a matter of that moment. You know when you help people, when you are when we are doing things like to help people and discover them and do whatever you do, when you see that thank you coming back to you, that feeling, that overwhelming feeling, you cannot buy it by any money. Can you remember the Bible as a woman who died and it had to be prayed for and people, the reason they wanted him to be prayed for is because they still wanted to appreciate and say thank you. That means if you love people, they can do more things because they, 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 they always carry this thing in them that they want to be given a chance in your life that they come back and say thank you. So, love yourselves. If you don't see Umzani and Konsuin, don't be angry. Ask yourself, what, why didn't you know that this person is going through. Blame yourself. If you see that as a pool, as a wheel, don't criticize them. Ask yourself how come it happened that this person will be amongst us and we did not know. What were we busy doing? While we live with people who are dying, what were we doing? How come we look in heaven to a level that we forget the people in front of us? Do things to your life that you want done to your life. If you want a good life, create a good environment. I'm going to stop there for tonight. I'm going to continue tomorrow, God willing, with the same thing of lost love. Heavenly Father, I thank you. 
uh, for believers who attended this. I thank you. I hope God it became a blessing to them. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for them. Now I render love to them. I pray that no one amongst them must be ashamed, Lord. Even if they think they are a disappointment, Lord. I'm telling them they are not a disappointment. There is no one who is a disappointment. Because if someone is a disappointment, we are all are. We, have, we are all have cheated. All have wronged God somewhere. And will always wrong God. But he never treats us like a disappointment. Father, we thank you. You are God who even cares about the mosquito. Who bites and sucks our blood. You make sure that he finds us. You are God who is so even, you even care for a snake. You make sure it finds a rat. You are God. We have created a rat to be so fast and to be so sensitive that it escapes a snake. You are God who is so much concerned about the things that are so insignificant. And we have made human being at the top of the food chain that Heavenly Father he be the one who controls this whole thing. But love is what you have made to center, to be the, the, the center of the nervous system of a human conscience so that Heavenly Father, a human being, can be able to relate with other human beings. I pray, Lord God, may you increase this love. May we make up as well to reach out to each other, call each other, bless each other, visit each other, find out what are they going through? I bless you. I bless them, God, for you. I give you all the, the grace. May you bless them, Father. Protect them in the name of Jesus. May you give them expanded hand. I prophesy over their lives that great favor and great grace is going to happen to them. Let it happen, Lord. Let your beauty be amongst them. Those who went through lost everything in life and those who have just been fooled by demons, I prophesy grace and favor of their lives. May they accept the grace of God and miracles will take over in their lives. I prophesy that great things are going to happen. I declare and decree that most wonderful things are going to happen in front of us and we will be safe. We'll be taken care of. We ask the forgiveness in our Lord to those who didn't show love. We ask that you bless us all in the name of Jesus. And the church said Amen. Okay, thank you. Uh, so, Kali Stormla.